thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of the Bliss is Ignorant podcast. This is Jay Bliss, man. And, uh, man, I am joined today, man, by, by a brother, man, that's so, so funny to me, man. It's amazing. We met some years back in uh, Alabama. Um, give it up to my boy, uh, Jermaine Funny Man Johnson. What's going on, man? Man, what up, Jay Bliss? Always a good chance to uh, chop it up with you. I'm just, it's, it's October, bro. Uh, candy corn back on sale. I can't. I couldn't say no. <laughs> Listen, bro. So there's two different people in the world. There's <laughs> there's cats that eat candy corn and cats yeah. that hate candy. It's nobody that go. It's all right. It's either you like it it's, or you yeah. don't. Like, so it's, it's it's a very polarizing candy it, that it is. What side you on? I'm on. I'm on the. I'm, I could do without. Like I put candy corn. Here's the crazy part. I've eaten candy corn because. Mm -hmm. You know, it was candy. So, so I give you candy, you're gonna eat candy. Right. I'm eating candy corn. It's not a it's not a oh I gotta go get some. I would never go buy candy corn. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so candy corn to me is a step above. I'm not saying it's as bad as it's a step above mm. good and plenty. Mm. <laughs> Funny you said that. That's actually the name of my the title of my new book, Candy Corn and Me. <laughs> a, a love story. Yeah, I don't, I don't, so I, tell I think, me. <laughs> I think the only trash candies that I feel are trash are Twizzlers, uh, and you remember those orange, chewy peanuts? Yeah. The big, uh, the air ones, the air peanuts, yeah, so that, okay, so here's the thing. Can't do it. I said good and plenty, and good and plenty is only nasty because it got black licorice in it, so yeah. Yeah, I yeah. get you on the Twizzlers, but the red Twizzlers, to me, I would I would buy a Twizzler before I bought candy corn. Oh my god! Yeah, well, you got you got to recalibrate the taste buds, my guy. Nah, man, I'm gonna tell you, it's funny to me because my kids, you know, kids like candy. Now my mm -hmm. kids, I didn't raise them on a lot of sugar. Right, so right, right. They get candy, they do the sugar treating thing, but they were disciplined with theirs. Like you know, they would only get a couple pieces a night and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Where me. <laughs> I go through the whole bag that night if my mom didn't pay attention. You know what I mean? Like, you know, going getting penny candy from the from the, from the corner store, and I get a whole bag of hundred Tootsie Rolls with a dollar, like you know, stuff right. like that. So I think about candy, and I mean, I can rank the candy that I enjoy. You know, like top, what? Give give me your top candy. Top top candy. Yeah, uh, I would have to go. Are we including candy bars or no? No, 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 no. Just uh, you talk about just great, like candy, right? Right. Uh, top candy to me would have to be gummy bears. Man, you got weird taste buds, bro. Yeah, I would have to go gummy bears. Gummy bears was always was always top notch. Like if I was in the store and I was getting candy and they had gummy bears, like I'm getting yeah. some gummy bears, right? Um, and like if I would have to say old school candy, uh huh. Uh, lemon heads. I, I rock with lemonheads. Yeah, lemonheads was always my joint. Um, what else would I have to get if I went to <laughs> the store? I went out. Uh, Starburst is always rocking. Like Starburst always worked for me. Wait, what color though? See now, see it gets to it me. Gets to me, yeah. To me, here's the thing. This how this how greedy I am. <laughs> like, so, so I always put more than one in my mouth. So it's like you know I, oh, I can wow. take. I could take like a, I could take a pink, a red, and an orange and put them together and be like, "Yo, yeah. this is dope. That's a dope flavor combination, right?" There. Infusing, so, gotcha. So, so gotcha. 
So, and then later on, like when Skittles came, I, I, I remember Skittles coming out. <laughs> so that's how old I am. Like, you know, so Skittles, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't even eat a lot of candy like I used to. Yeah, I definitely cut back after I like lost a tooth back there. I For real? And peanut M&M's was my joint. Like I could go Ooh. through a bag like a day, no yeah. problem. Yeah. And that tooth, that tooth kind of busted out on me. I said, all right, let me, let me switch it up. But yeah, that that would have been the top. But one of the best jokes, one of the best jokes I heard ever was somebody said they was eating, they was getting high, they was eating peanut M and M's. Like, wait a minute, mm -hmm. how did peanut M and M and M's and regular M and M's cost the same? But they just giving away free peanuts. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's definitely some high, <laughs> high thinking right there. So, sure. so yeah, like yeah, peanut M and M's, um, cold, and same thing with Reese's cups, cold. That's they, they they hit a little bit different for me. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, that's funny definitely. you say you lost the two with the candy because this is how much I cut back on on sweets. This is how uh -huh. much I had cut back on sweets. Um, when I got married, my um my wife at the time set up a, a dentist appointment. Mm -hmm. She was like, you know, um, we gotta go get our teeth clean, and I was like, you know, I gave her the, the rolled eyes, like, oh god. And she <laughs> go, when the last time you been to the dentist? And I was like, I, I haven't. And she's like, oh. you ain't never been to the never? dentist? I was like, nah. <laughs> so she's like, she like, yo, you over 30. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I was like, I, I brush my teeth twice a day. Uh, I don't have a lot of sweets. I'm good. It's <laughs> like, this is going to be a nightmare when you go up in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I got them good. I got good teeth. You know what I'm saying? I'm strong teeth. You know what I'm saying? I got no teeth problems. I got no, no. so. She trying to look at my mouth like, you're not a dentist. You don't know what's going on. You don't even know what you're looking at. <laughs> so I get to the dentist, and um, the dentist was like, when's the last time you've been to the dentist? I'm like, yo, I can't even remember. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to give them, like, information. Like, it's been a while. Right, 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 right. right. They go in there. They start doing the cleaning or whatever. They were checking. Dentist was like, good. You got one little small cavity over here. You got two small ones over there, but you good. You got good teeth. I was like. So, <laughs> that's all right. My ex wife go up in that joint. She had like six of them joints. I was uh, like, yo, I was like, yo, stop drinking all that soda. Like, I'm like, I'm wilding out, right? Like, you know. But it's just basically, I think it's hereditary, man. I do. I don't think it's a, um, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a. You can eat a lot of sugar and have a lot of soda and do damage. But I really feel like if you take care of your teeth and just don't, and you cut back on the sweets, I think you'll do do good. Right. So my my uh, routine now, I use uh, peroxide-based toothpastes. Toothpaste. Right, 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 right. Toothpastes. We don't want to say that. And, uh, you know, hey, this is bliss ignorant. You can say whatever you want, man. Right, right. Sometimes I gargle with a little peroxide and water. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely flossing. So, yeah, these, these the new teeth here. They are. Yeah, got I don't you, know man. if the camera really picking them up, but, yeah. Just I got, got the braces off like a month or so ago so yeah we good i got one of my daughters just got the braces on i remember when i went to the dinner he was like you want to straighten out your front tube i'm like nah yeah. <laughs> he was like he was like why not I'm like dude that joint been crooked my whole life what i'm you know what i'm, like, what I'm changing up right. for now you know what i mean like <laughs> part of your identity now <laughs> i know i know right so let me let me ask you like um mm -hmm. like and so we met like i said we met back years ago uh at the stardome okay. I was working with Ronnie Jordan one weekend, and Ronnie introduced me to you because we had went up to the radio station, 
and we did the interview. So I didn't even know you was a comic until we was about to leave. And you're yeah. like, yo, yo, I'm gonna come up and do some time. I'm like, oh shoot, you do comedy too? You know, like, like, what are but it was funny right. because our conversation or, or how I was introduced to you, you was on at the radio station, and you were talking about the videos. Like Ronnie was telling me, like, yo, this cat do a lot of videos and things like that. So even before we got to meet each other, I knew you were a guy that was up on the videos, and you were explaining to us about a GoPro that you had just bought, right? And then right. you you had did the commercial for a car dealership in Alabama and things like that. So I really want to know, uh, how did the, how did the comedy start for you first? Uh, actually it, it was a little bit of a buildup because I was scared to get on stage and tell jokes, but I was always on stage at Stillman college, like, uh, announcing, you know, for different pageants. And apparently I was like the only person that could get in front of a microphone and, speak well mm -hmm. uh you know so i had a, a good stage present i'm a preacher's kid i've been on stage before uh but it was just the talk you know and i had my buddies uh roy wood jr and trey williamson from here in birmingham and of course everybody know ricky smiley who got into the game before long before i did so i, I saw it being done but i always was like I was always class clown, but I was like, I don't have the, the nerve for that. So I'll write some jokes for y'all and y'all. And they was like, yo, you know, the stuff you writing is kind of hitting. So I'm like, I, I don't know. And somewhere in 2005, man, I got the courage to uh, give it a shot. And uh, that first show, man, Ronnie was there. Ronnie was actually there. Him and Benji were uh, I believe Benji was the headliner, Ronnie was the feature, and my uh, well, our frat brothers, uh, my line brother, my ace, uh, he was the DJ. So he like the girl said, you can do five if you want. I was like, all right, I'm in now. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna talk myself out of it. And man, I got I got plastered, you know, got pretty drunk. I still got a picture of me and Ronnie and Benji from that night. I uh, got on stage, did well, got a great response. I, I've been in love ever since, man. I never looked back. So Benji Brown mm -hmm. and Ronnie Jordan, that's a crazy lineup, man. Man, let that's me tell you. That's a crazy lineup. Let me tell you about that night, though. Like, Benji, my dude now, but Benji was hazing me that night, bro. Like, he was, <laughs> if I was a lesser man, I would have thought this dude just a real jerk, bro. But right, Ronnie right. Was, it, they were good cop, bad cop. So, Ronnie was right. like, man, you know, you know, you get into the game, man. You know, just work on this, you know, this and that. You're you cool, dude. Took the picture. Benji was like, you sure you want to get out there? Oh, man, this dude been a bum, man. Like, I'm like, bro, bro, I just, what's going on? I'm not even here for it. I ain't do nothing. Right. So, you know, but I, I appreciate it, you know, having both, man. And uh, like I said, I can't believe it. It's been 15 years ago. It's very fresh in my head. And it was, it was cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you started in 2005. I started in 2005. November 2nd, 2005. Wow. Yeah, wow. So, so I, got you, I got you beat. I was August 25th, 2005. So I got, and I met, um, I remember I met uh, Carlos Miller mm. uh, a few months after that, man. So I guess we all class of 2005. 2005. Uh, Clayton, I think Clayton started Clayton. around that time, too. I, I um, met them at the same night, man. Twisted Taco in Atlanta. I met, uh, I met, Set it, I met Chris Set It All first. 
uh, from that group. I met him first. Uh, I met him at uh, at, uh, the Scandalos uh, joint up uh, in in Charlotte. And it wasn't Scandalos then, it was the Big Chill, but we used to go to the Big Chill. And he had came up to do some time. And he saw me do some time and he came up and was like, yo, man, yo, you, you fuck. We, we got to connect, man. We got to stick together. You know, it's like, you want another joint. Wait, let me ask you, that joint you just said, did they have like some fancy, like gold bars up near the stage or something? Scandalos was um, off of Independence Boulevard in Charlotte. Uh, they might have, like right on the stage you're talking about? Yeah. Like in so front it was of a real, the stage. Yeah, it's an urban room. Uh, mm-hmm. Real packed on uh, Wednesday nights. Yeah, and uh, Chris Funny, uh, Chris Funny Man Robinson, and Tone X would host it. Oh and, wow! And that's what we would we would go up and do time uh, there. That was the urban room to do time in on Wednesday nights. And I got, uh, uh, Drew Thomas uh, when I was young in the game. Yeah, I met. I, I serious. I, I met uh, Drew Lowe's, Clayton mm-hmm. and who was that hosting? Uh, that night, um, Zoo Man, Zoo Man. I met, okay, I met them all on the same night. We all clicked. All been buddies since. Drew hit me up like a few months after that, cause I was back in Atlanta. He was like, "Yo, uh, I need somebody to come to Charlotte, man. You want?" I drove from Atlanta to Charlotte <laughs> for like a hundred and twenty-five bucks, I believe. And you did scandalous. I, I believe that was the spot. All it I had to be. It like, if it was Charlotte, yeah. If it was yeah. Charlotte, yeah. If it was Charlotte, it was an urban room on a Wednesday night. That was it. Yeah, that that had to be it. I, I yeah. spent like probably one hundred and twenty-six dollars worth of gas to go make one hundred twenty-five dollars. <laughs> I had never driven to Charlotte, man. Yeah, dog. Think cool. about that for a second. Like, like the the, the we did that a lot. I mean, we did that a lot to try to get the stage time that we wanted or get the exposure that we wanted to get. Um, you know, I took a flight to New York mm-hmm. for, for seven minutes. Like, like, you know, like so, and that was all because Sway in the morning saw a clip of mine and was like, yo, can you come do this show? Wow. Not, not knowing it wasn't a full show, it was a yeah. showcase, but right, right, right. I didn't ask no questions. Right. You get Early the phone call, you're like, yo, I'm, yeah. I'm there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. you know, but I got there, you know, the only thing that I, I got out of it was the fact that Heather B and Sway was both like, dude, oh. you, you got a different vibe than when you look like. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was like when I walked in, they was on some old, oh, okay. But then we when I got on stage, yeah. yeah, when I got on stage, they like, oh, this dude got chops. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. So, it's like one of those things. But that's that's a good Here's the thing, your progression of you getting on stage, you're right. It was a progression because most right. of the stories you hear is, oh, I just jumped up there or, you know, I took my time or, you know what I mean? Or so yours was more or less like you got people telling you, you your, your material is good, but your hesitation was based off of your stage fright. Absolutely. And, right. and like I said, I ain't really have fright of uh, getting on the stage. I had fright of telling jokes on the stage. Like, this- got you. The crowd getting rowdy. Nothing. Like, nobody wants that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if right. you haven't felt it. You know, like, now, like, I, I, I'll I, tell a joke about the silence if it happens. You Absolutely. Know? I mean, address but, address the silence immediately. Right. You know what I mean? But then early, early in your career, you know this, but a lot of folks that don't do comedy don't know, like, 
you're you're trying to find consistency. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you have like a dope show, then you right. come back in a trash show, then an okay show, and you be like, all right, am I trash? Am I smash? Or am I? <laughs> you know, I need to rethink it. And then somewhere along the line, man, you get to that point, and you're just like, all right, I know what to do. I know what to do. I know what to say. I'm not even sweating. I'm like, I'm ready to get on stage. I got my my set is locked in, my jokes. I know the reaction they usually get. Let's do it. Yeah, and I, I feel like um, I can always get into my calm space when I tell myself, you have to be yourself. Like, you, can't be, you can't be funny on stage if you're not being yourself. Like, I can't, can't, I can't go somewhere that I'm not fam- Like, the first time I went to Stardome. Mm-hmm. I can't get on that stage and try to be somebody I'm not to right. try to to try to get the crowd on my side. Mm-hmm. I got to be Jay Bliss. Like I got to get on stage and be like, "Yo, man, this is my first time in Alabama." Like, <laughs> be honest, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like, and I think the first time I got at the Stardome, I say, "Man, this is the first time I ever in my life been to Alabama," and they they started cheering, and I yeah. said. And I had some ideas of how y'all was going to look. <laughs> and I was like, and y'all did not let me down. And, and man, the crowd was like, busting out laughing. Like, and I was like, and right. it was a dude up front. I said, this right here. And everybody was like, everybody was wild. I said, this is Alabama right here. And they, 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 they were cracking up because they just, you know, they probably felt like what I felt. I'm sitting here like nervous. But I'm like, I can't believe this joint is that packed on a Tuesday night. <laughs> I got, like, I could they not. They come out, bro. And, and that's the, what, so did you, do you introduce yourself back then as being from Philly or from Charlotte? Oh, it was Charlotte. Charlotte, was, okay. No, See so that? my intro, actually, that's funny that you say that. My, mm-hmm. my intro used to be originally from South Jersey, now mm-hmm. living in Charlotte. Okay. So when I say South Jersey, Anybody from that area automatically will be like, oh, he from South Jersey. It's different. So they, yeah. they automatically know, oh, okay, cool. I know what, wait, what's, what's the difference? What's, break it down because I love the uh, yeah. breakdown so, states. So uh, North Jersey North Jersey is more – and it's split right in half. Like you have some people say they're from Central Jersey, but you just ignore them. That's like they don't even exist as small as the state is, right? Yeah. But North Jersey is, is New York-influenced. Gotcha. I so mean, right it's, almost, river. it's almost like a East New York. Like, it's almost right. like right there. Like, you, the right. accent, the food is different. They talk different. They like different teams. Yeah. It's not even the same state. Gotcha. It could be North Carolina, South Carolina, if you really wanted to be honest. Gotcha. South Jersey is Philly. Uh-huh. Everything is Philadelphia-based. Yeah. The accent, the slang, the food, the teams, everything. Yeah. So when people say, why do you like all the Philly teams? Mm-hmm. I'm from Camden, New Jersey, which is like being from Rock Hill, North South Carolina, and living near Charlotte. Right. Our news the line. is Philly. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our everything, everything is related is Philadelphia. Weather. When you look, check the weather, you check Philly weather. Like that, that's, yeah. that's how you know what's going to be today. So that's yeah. why my influence is Philadelphia. So. Gotcha. When you say South Jersey, you're pretty much saying this dude is from Philly. Ah, uh, see that? See that? I love learning stuff like that. Cause yeah. I, I got my region and my state down. Right. You know what I'm saying? People, with us not having a protein, people always ask, like, how do you choose right. your squad? Right. And 
anybody living here knows like down the bottom, which is the Mobile region, it's close to proximity to New Orleans. Right. And they, they have the original Mardi Gras and they're on the Gulf. So it's hella Saints fans. Saint Saints, right. Okay. Everything in the middle, Birmingham, Montgomery, everything like an hour and a half, two hours from Atlanta. So it's a bunch of Braves fans, Falcons fans, that yeah. this, that or that. And then up north is pretty much Huntsville, which is close proximity to Nashville. Yeah, right. So and they're they're the only two cities I know where they call streets like Pikes and they got their own little vibe. So of course right. the Titans fans and everything, Nashville. But yeah, man, but it's it, I love like learning like the geography. The geography, right. And the crazy yeah. thing about it is I'll I'll rep all the Philadelphia teams. But I will mm -hmm. never say I'm from Philly. And I'll I'll argue with somebody and they tell me, like, oh, you from Philly, right? I'm like, hell no, I ain't from no Philly. Like, you no, know, I and it's not you were from Philly. Right. But see, most people, most people think I am, but the people that know me, they're like, oh, that dude from Jersey. You know what I mean? So, but when somebody says something like, yo, he from Newark, I'd be like, oh, okay, he's from North Jersey. Like, it's like a different state. You know, yeah, <laughs> you'd be I like, oh. That, though. Yeah. yeah. So I and, and the crazy thing, I know you're absolutely right. Cause follow me right here. Uh my ex-fiance's mm -hmm. ex-husband, mm -hmm. the, the woman I used to be engaged to, the man she used to be married to, he's from Philly. Okay, y'all got like almost the same accent, right? Same vibe. It's same a lot accent. of it's a lot of dim dares and does when we speak. Uh, yeah. We say water, and we say John and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So so we we like the D's. You can hear a D a lot when we talk. You know what I mean? I like, I like to think of y'all as like thinkers, though. Y'all real like meticulous with the with the thinking. Like y'all oh, real yeah. good at the who, what, where, and why of a story. You know what I'm saying? It's very detailed with Philly people. Like this is who it was. This is how it was. And that is why it is. Like, okay, that's, that's funny, bro. That's funny. It's funny if you if you ever probably brought that up to somebody up north, they would probably think you was crazy. But you would have to understand mm -hmm. like why you know that for a fact. Like you have to have the facts behind why. And it's Absolutely. funny because uh, my kids. That's why my kids can't get away with a lie with me. Yeah. Because if the stories yeah. don't, don't ain't adding up from the beginning, I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's go on back. <laughs> go on back. You know what I mean? Because you know you can't bullshit right. a bullshitter. You know what I mean? Right. So, there's yeah. one plus one equal two with y'all. Yeah. Exactly. Tell me, tell me how the um the radio started for you. Like, how did that even uh, how did that even become a thing? Was that something you went to school for? I did. I I, I studied um English journalism, but with, within our um, uh, school and our courses, we had a radio station and a TV station in there. So I took radio and TV production classes. Uh, so I definitely knew about it. Uh, just a music family, you know, dad used to travel and sing. My brother was a producer. Um, so that was just never a real challenge, but the opportunity came while I was doing comedy hosting a uh, step show in like 2007. Mm. Yeah, big step show in, in, uh, here in Birmingham. And I mean, I, I, I ain't too my own horn, I rocked it. Like people still talk about it to this day, had them crowd doing a little dance I made up. Like it was a memorable night. And um, one of the judges was AKA, but she was also the program director at the station I was working for. So she was like, we gotta get you on some kind of way. 
So they threw me on in 2007. Um, I didn't stay long. I stayed a few months. I really wasn't that good. I didn't know how to jump in with the rest of the morning show crew. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be the comedy relief and hell, they was cracking on me. And I just then I remember my last week on the job. Um, I got I got the audition in like February because that's mm -hmm. when the show was. And I remember my last week on the job was the week of the Virginia Tech shooting. I remember that. Yeah, and I and I remember because I, I, I used to have to drive back to Tuscaloosa about a 45-minute drive. So I was down in my truck taking like a little nap before I got on the road and I turned on the radio and it was like all over the radio, everything. So I was like, oh, wow. So, and then I remember like a few days after that, I was ghost. I just didn't show back up. Mm -hmm. And then uh, fast forward to 2012, I got my second shot. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. had left to L.A. for some opportunities, so they were looking for, you know, some more comedy relief, and they brought me in again. And this time I was ready. You had the like, chops then. You had your chops. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like – I like I, I bullshitted last time, but uh, oh, I didn't mean to cuss on the show. Nah, you uh, good, you good. Yeah, yeah. So I was with TTBS. So, yeah. I was, <laughs> so yeah, I was I was messing around that last time, but then I came back this time. I was a little more seasoned in comedy. Had five more years under the belt. I still knew some of the people up at the radio. Built a little name for myself. So I went in this time like swinging. Yeah, it was like oh, oh, this ain't the same guy. Yeah, and the biggest compliment I got was the um, the radio host in 2007. I remember he pulled me out of the show one time, and he was like, "Here's a tape of yourself. Listen to yourself, bro. Like, you, this is not good. Like, you gotta like." He killed my confidence. Right. I ran into him back in like 2013, 14, when I had been on the radio a few years, and he uh, invited me out for a drink at the bar. He's like. Nick, this is that guy. He said, "Nick, yeah, you got funny." Yeah, and I was like, "Bro, I know I made it now because you like hurt my feelings." So if yeah, I got right. your approval, then yeah, we we win. And it's crazy because it's so hard to be funny on the radio to me. Like, yeah, I'm used to hearing the feedback immediately from laughter. Mm -hmm. So when you're telling a joke out into the airwaves and you have nothing in silence, yeah. It's like you hoping people are laughing in their car. Well, see, I, I kind of – it was easier for me because I had become kind of like the smart aleck. You know what right. I'm saying? So I was just responding to what everybody else was saying. Right. You know, it'd be like, you know, well, R. Kelly, you know, we sending up prayers. He got arrested. Like, ah, don't pray for him. He going to hell. I was known as the voice of, like, well, everybody was scared to say, but everybody was thinking. Everybody was thinking, yeah, yeah. And it's oh, wow. funny because right now I think, like, uh, you know, and you know Burpee. Burpee yeah, is, uh, Burpee, Burpee do that now for the morning show here in Charlotte. You know what I'm right, saying? So Burpee does the same, yeah, it's the same type of deal. But I think when we met you, well, I met you, not we, but when I came up there with Ronnie, you were in there by yourself, like, doing that interview and stuff. So, so yeah. you got your own you got your own space though right now right or now I, my partner may have just been out that day but we were on there from oh okay okay yeah from 20, 20, 2012 to when I left in twenty nineteen yeah we were on there together oh okay uh -huh. okay 
But yeah, if if he had to go out or I had to be out, then yeah, you have to hold it down by yourself. But right, I, okay. yeah, I, I had good job security because I learned how to work the boards and do all of that stuff, not just and in there playing jokes. And then they did give me my own uh, on the weekends, like on Saturday. But I, I thought it was like a, a, a pat on the back. They just needed somebody work. It was. Oh yeah, but you know what? <laughs> Listen, man, it's funny, man. It's it's amazing. Like, just that opportunity by itself, though, like, just being on the air. Like, a lot of people don't understand, like, it's just important. But then, like, right. you know, so, you know, flipping around from you doing that, you already had the video thing going on when you was, mm-hmm. you was doing these videos and uh, you were becoming popular with it. Because, like I said, you had the, right. the, the, right. uh, the TV commercials and things like that. And people were knowing, mm-hmm. like, I know how to do this. Like, you were even, you were good with recording. You was good with right. With chopping up and editing, okay. like you had all that stuff behind you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then, just by your craftiness and your online videos and how you do things, mm-hmm. you do a video that you just we we talked about this a number of times. Right, right, right. You said, man, I'm I'm you're a huge Alabama fan, huge Crimson, Crimson Tide fan, mm-hmm. and you said I'm just gonna record how my reaction was while I was watching this game from the couch. That's it. And you that's, did it. That's it. And it went viral. Yeah. And so let me let me ask you this. Have you had a video go viral before that though? I did. I had okay. uh I I had I had a few. Um I, I think the first video I could say that really went viral was maybe 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh his character uh out of Huntsville. Um, and Antoine Dotson. I don't even know if you remember him. The, uh, yeah, you so dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and my boys are looking at this video on YouTube, and we just we were high as hell, but we right. were weak because you know we saw it first because it was we thought it was going to be like an Alabama thing. You know, what I'm right? Because he was in Huntsville, so we right. knew everybody in Alabama was watching it. So I put up this video, like I literally had his whole costume. Like in my drawer, I just happened to have a baby <laughs> blue tank top. I had my red bandana from pledging, which was in my little archive. Right, right. And I was like, and and I had a wig for some reason. I don't remember why, but I had like a curly wig. Right. And I put it all on, put it on. My boys was like, just sitting there, like just record me. And I was mocking this cat. I, we do it took us like hours to get through this shit. Cause we like right. laughing, laughing every five high. seconds, right? Yeah. And when we finally edited it and put it out, it just it took off. They was like, "Y'all, look at this fool right here." And then right. I, you know, that was that was the first time I remember going viral. But there was right. some, there were definitely some moments in there, especially in the uh, fifteen second era. Of uh of, of uh, Vine and, and Instagram and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Man. So yeah. so mm-hmm. so tell me this because I, I have it hasn't happened for me, but yeah. Um, when it's going viral, mm-hmm. like, like what's happening that you like? Oh shit! Like this is this is a bit bigger than what I thought it was. Like what's like? Is it your phone blowing up or is it like what's what's happening that's making you go? Oh shit! <laughs> like <laughs> you're looking at. The numbers go up. Uh-huh. It is like a old oh shit feeling. <laughs> right. And it's like, because you don't know, like, okay, right. did I just strike gold or just as right. a one time thing? So my thing after I came down off the high of the numbers, I was like, okay, what am I going to do next week? 
Right. If if nothing popped next week, then that just means I just had a hot video. Right. Numbers were there second week, third week. I think after that third week, I kind of started getting in the stride like, oh, this is something like they tuning in for this. Right. So I just I just kept giving them what they doing. Like I ain't really changed the formula. I was like, boom, this what y'all like. That's what I'm gonna keep, keep it consistent. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what. The, all the marketing books and what I've studied with marketing and business, that's what they said. Like, you know, give people what they're coming for. It's like McDonald's not going to start serving tacos tomorrow. They've been <laughs> serving hamburgers 60 years. Right. You know, that, that, that's what they do. So still to this day, five seasons later, still on the couch, still hundreds of thousands of views. People watch, you know, checking in, watching people uh, buying merch off the videos. So it's good. Yeah, uh, it's a blessing. They can't bro. wait. Right. They can't wait to see what you're going to say about each, each thing. And it's like, it's yeah. funny to me. It's funny to me. Because I watch, like I say, like, it's funny to me because I go, what's this fool going to say about what? this? Or is he going to say the same thing about his team? You know, that, yeah. that he messed yeah. with everybody else about. You know what I mean? Like the whole struggle right. win thing. Like, that's funny to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It, to me, like when I see something like that, and the other question I always I wanted to ask you was, mm-hmm. you start out with the Sweet Home Alabama, then you use your own voice. Was they t- was right. they cutting off telling you couldn't use that song? Or oh, something? oh, absolutely. They took a lot of money. So what yeah. happens is uh, they don't really sue behind right. it, but right. if you if you monetize a video, they'll take whatever they feel uh, like you know revenue you get off right. of it. You know what I'm right. saying? And that's why I was like, nah, hell nah, y'all. I'm going to change it up. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I switched it up. What I found out was I could use a, a, like a karaoke remake of it. It yeah. won't pick up. But then I used my voice at the beginning, you know, yeah. to kind of bring it in. Yeah. And a lot of people kind of, they be like, what happened to the song? I was like, eh, just look, y'all just, hey. what I noticed about my people, like, They'll get used to some shit. It might yeah. throw them off that first week, but if you yeah. do it like two or three times, they're like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. Well, it wasn't like power, like when, when 50 Cent changed uh, changed the Joe version to another version. Oh, everybody, oh, everybody, he, everybody, yeah. they, <laughs> he yeah, changed he it back. <laughs> he changed it back. <laughs> they was not with that action at all. <laughs> yeah. So that's dope, man. And, and, I, and I like the fact that it, it actually flipped for you to actually cause you to have a following where you can right. sell out shows like yeah. that. That yeah. is what people want. Now, it might not have been the audience that you was used to doing comedy in front of. Right, right. But now, you, that's your audience. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Like, that's your right. following. And it's, it's funny It's funny to me because you got your base. You had your base, whether it was mm-hmm. big or small. You had a base. Mm-hmm. Now you got new people. Right, right. And you got your new people inter- interacting with your old people, and you're like, hold on, y'all. I need y'all to break it up and stop <laughs> arguing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, but you're absolutely right, man. Wasn't the one, but you performed in front of them. So, yes. you know, they fun, dog. They are. Yeah. They like, they freaking fun. They show up on time early, they snatch the tickets. Like, they're, they're fun, man. We just can't agree on that political political side. stuff we different right. yeah. yeah but so, but so, you know so, as, as you see on stage like i'm i can leave all of that 
out of the room, because it's like y'all came to support. Y'all didn't wear that red hat. You yeah. definitely ain't, y'all ain't never wore the flag to my shows. So but they were, I don't think they would disrespect you like that because they right. they like you, right? Right, but right. Here's the crazy thing about it. Don't it just bother you just a little bit that you can't say what you want to say, though? Like, you know, because it's like, to me, like, and I, I performed in front of them. I, like I said, I didn't feel like the itch to actually have to say something. Um, when, I, when, I, when I met the people after the show, they was mm-hmm. graceful. They was nice. Right. They, was, they was real. But I just know they not on the same side as me. I just know right. for a fact. But even at that moment, even at that moment at that show, they they didn't want to be in that space, mm-hmm. which lets me know a lot. It lets me know that you're only you're only picking that side because you feel like you have to. What else do they know? If they if they grew up and they were surrounded by it, all their friends, all their family, and they're used to it and it's part of their identity, what else do they know? But the fact that they don't wear it to my show, they know it's something. They know it's something, right? They know that's, it's what, something. that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, like, and I've 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 unfriended so many people uh, mm-hmm. on my on my timeline, all because all every argument you have starts with Democrat this or liberal that or mm-hmm. conservative this and right. uh, liberal that. And I go, listen, man. Here, here's here's the part that you have to understand. You can't tell me that you're completely conservative. Right. Just like I can't tell you I'm completely liberal. Well, and, if, if you want to know about conservatives, voting for Donald Trump is the most liberal damn thing they've ever done in their life. Like, absolutely. Because <laughs> he, here's the thing. He's not Christian. So, no. And, it's no. Like, it's, and, and he's only saying what you want to hear. Yeah, he's and out they, of the they, mold. He's yeah, they, they act like we concern. forgot. They act like we forgot. They didn't want this dude as president. I didn't. You know what I mean? But I'm talking about their party. They they were like, no. You know what I mean? So I, I don't even think with Trump. I think Trump is kind of his own party. I think he's right now under the umbrella of Republican. Mm-hmm. But I think real hardcore Republicans. They still ride for a Republican, but yeah. real hardcore Trump, they just ride for Trump. Yeah, that's that's I've never seen, even during Obama, we had like shirts and stuff, and we never had Obama flags. No, like this, this a whole nother energy and movement. Well, no, like, they did have the flag, they had the O, they had the O, the whole O. I remember it. I, I see. I saw that. Oh, but I didn't see. I didn't see boat rallies and them. Oh yeah, yeah. And flags. <laughs> like, nah, 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 nah. We might have some. Even, we might have some cookouts. We could, yeah, as much as we loved <laughs> Obama as a person. Yeah. I don't even think we got it in us to ride with somebody like that. Not even with the flag. It's yeah, because think, think about how we look at like the beehive. Like y'all, come on now. This lady ain't God now. Like we yeah. like it too, but right. so I don't really know if we built like that. But they all in for Trump, bro. Like yeah, they are. I mean, he can I, do no wrong in their eyes. Well, until you know, until we end up in some shit that we can't get out of. You know what I mean? We in a pandemic. 
<laughs> but you know, even that ain't his fault. You know what I mean? It's just, it's weird. It's weird. They all in. I, I know. I felt like if 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 we were the cause of that pandemic, then I think I think it might change some things. But you know, we'll all see how this stuff fold out in in a month from now. You know what I mean? It's less than a month, actually. Right. Know? Right. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how that how that happens. Um. So. The shows got shut down. I know you still got your following. Right. Uh, you had the rallies that went on uh, down in uh, in Alabama, and then some controversy crept up on you, right, and right. people were making false claims about you. You was in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. You had these charges against you, and all this other crazy stuff. Now here's the crazy. Wow. Here's the crazy thing about it. It's the one yeah. thing I will say about social media followings. Mm-hmm. When you've got people that will fight for you, they will fight for you. And a lot of times, I learned this from Ryan Davis. Ryan Davis told me, man, a lot of times I don't even have to go at nobody in my comment section. He's like, I let, like, I let, I let, my, I let my fans do what they're going to do or whatever. He's right. It was interesting because you had people that was actually rocking with you that stopped rocking with you because mm-hmm. they felt like, you know, and then it's like you was on this whole kick. And I know I felt your pain because I felt like you felt like you had to explain to people who you are. And I'm like, dude, you don't owe them people no, no explanation. I'm standing on right. the background yelling, like, don't say shit, man. You know, like, like I'm like, man, God, explain yourself, my right. dude. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I, I felt like, you know, the people that really rock with you knew who you was as a person, and they knew you ain't had nothing to do with that or whatever and things like that. But I, And anybody that don't know what I'm talking about, y'all can go research it and find out for yourself. <laughs> I, I'll, give them, I'll give them the yeah. short version. Yeah. Uh, May 31st, I at a rally, I asked people to meet me at a Confederate statue so we could start tearing it down. And keep in mind, this was before any of the statues were coming down this year. You know, yeah. it's been some in previous years, but this year, that was the first, like, you know, spark of the movement. Um, and they came. We chipped mm-hmm. away at it. We didn't get it down. The city ended up removing it. But unfortunately, after our little peaceful rally around the statue, some guys went in, you know, bust windows out of businesses, set some fires. Right. So I wake up the next morning, and the news is blaming me. Yeah. Like, no. I'm like, no. I like, I know what I said. I did not say that. But the news, man, they were really taking this one little clip, and where I wasn't clear. Right, and they ran with it, man, and tried to like take me down through there, bro. Right, right, bro, right. You know, and, you know, you do say, you know, you shouldn't have to explain yourself to people, and in retrospect, you know that that's accurate. But that, at that moment, I'm like, no, everybody, calm down. This is right. what happened. It's right. so trippy when you know twenty news cameras are in front of you. You know they heard the entire speech. It's like, so why are y'all snatching a piece of the speech? Like, y'all doing this deliberately. Of course. And then I find out, bro, it went deep. It was the media, the uh, 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 elected officials in the city, the police chief. It was a lot of stuff coming at your boy, man. And that's when uh, that's when uh, black folks like showed up and showed out for me. Yeah. And, yeah. and And... A lot of a lot of the conservative white folks. Yeah. Which I thought they all just love the Confederacy. That's not true. That's right. Not true. They was like, 
It was like, a statue need to be gone. Like, for real. Like, what it is? He was right about that. And I was able to put my own version of the videos and stuff out there. So they saw that, you know, I was indeed being lied on. But I think they were just trying to set an example. They were, they were kind of embarrassed. And I mean, the police and the mayor and all them, they were a little embarrassed because they really allowed that to happen. And I don't, mean, I don't mean they gave the people the rocks, but y'all didn't y'all didn't do a good job of containing this. Now you needed a fall guy. And right. I seem like a good candidate. And uh <laughs> it it was really, really whack, man. But shout out to uh national media got involved, and that's what made local media change their tune because national media was like, nah, this dude, that was solid. Especially right. from like them real, real liberal cities. Right. I was like, no, oh, we love some shit like that. And I got a uh uh award from the root, you know, top the, the probably most read black uh magazine yeah. slash website, one of the most uh a hundred influential black people of twenty twenty. Yeah. So once they saw that, it's Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we like funny Mike. No, no, yeah, I saw yeah. that. I saw everything everybody wrote. Don't try to come back. Don't try to be on my side now. It's, it nah. is dope, man. Like you know, not everybody is built to be able to deal with um, a social media or a media. Um, I guess just attack. Right, um, right, right. You know, because right. you know. Your name is your name, like they said on the wire. You know what I mean? And you don't want your name being dragged through the mud or people having opinions about you. After a while, people having opinions about you don't matter because they're going to think what they want to think. You yeah, know what I mean? Basically. Then the people that really know you or the people that really rock with you, they're going to rock with you anyway. You know what I mean? Right. So and that, that was uh, a point I meant to tell you earlier. You were talking about Ryan Davis and people that follow you and, and uh, stick up for you. You got to think, bro, social media turned the game on its head because mm -hmm. before social media, all of our celebrities were given to us. You know what I'm saying? All the TV shows, all the everything's like, I, the TV stations were like, all right, this is who we like. Here y'all go. You know, even, even with rap artists, whatever, like if they right. weren't signed, we didn't know about it. But with social media, people were able to choose who they like. Yeah, like I'm, there's no middleman between my content and my following. It goes direct from, you know, producer to consumer. There ain't no label in between us, no TV station. So they chose me. So yeah, they rocking with me. They rocking with you. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. dope, man. That's that's a dope way to look at it, man. And um, yeah. like I said, that the, the impact is good. I mean, the content is funny. You actually actually got to go to the college game day, and or oh, you went up to um, went up to New uh, York, yeah, New CBS. York, CBS. That's what it was. I was like, yeah. this dude is wild, and I was like, this <laughs> don't make no sense. Like, you know what I mean? It's just so crazy. It's it's a blessing, bro. And I tell anybody that's watching, man, like, I think we look at the internet as a young man's game. I ain't as young. I used to be. I yeah. just turned forty. Yeah. No matter what your age, think about how many people are the same age as you. You yeah. gotta make your content relatable. Right? Relatable, right, right. Talk about what you know and who you are, and you'll be surprised how many people can relate. That's I've just been a Bama fan all my life. I can talk about it all day. 
Yeah. That's all I did. And other Bama fans, hell, other sports fans was like, that's how I'll be. I'll be rocking so, with that dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I think a lot of people, they haven't popped yet. And they might be in a, you know, late 30s, early 40s, even 50s, 60s. Like you, you could pop. Like you could, you could, you could do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I agree, man. And like I said, it's still, it's still funny to me. And like I said, it's like you. I'm glad you, you popped when you did, and the fact that mm-hmm. you was in the grind as long as you was before you popped, because you got right. your chops to be able to hit the stage, and and work that time. It's nothing for you to be yeah. on stage for an hour, yeah. and, and and rock with it. And if they came to see you last year. It's nothing for you to add the new 20. Like, all right, let me add right. 20 in and, and mess around for another 10 <laughs> and then hit them with another the other 30 that I'm, I'm used to doing. And, right. and, and they'll be happy with that. And you actually working on a new hour. Like, you actually can build mm-hmm. out your new hour each thing, you know, each year because of the fan base you have, because of the videos that you're doing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, so, and they, haven't, they, haven't, they haven't departed, man. Like, they – Yeah. They, it felt like some of them hit – Unlike, but see on Facebook, you got an unlike button and you got a follow button. Right. So even though I lost like 10,000 uh, likes, the followers didn't go, the followers are still like 527,000. Right. And yeah. they didn't, it didn't go they down. They did. just didn't know. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's, they ain't went nowhere. They still, even when they mad, they like, ah, they air t- every day I post something and they come back, but why ain't you starting some rides today? I was like, my nigga, don't. <laughs> you still, uh, how long you gonna let that go on, man? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny. Apparently they, 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 I think they, they willing to be in it for a long, for the long haul. That's home. funny. You might have to, you might have to throw some jabs in one of your videos the next time and just be like, hey, you starting to ride it? Hey, like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know what? That's a good idea. I know. I know. That's so. That's so. And listen, man. And it's funny. I mean, I'm I'm watching the games, and I'm looking at the SEC games, and I'm going, man, Jermaine gonna wild out on this one, man. Like I already know he about to wild out on this one. And when I see certain score, I'll be like, what? And you said the same thing I said on your last video. I was like, how many Georgia fans? They was thick up in that joint, man. So yeah, I had to open it up with that one, but uh, yeah, I had fun with that video, man. And uh, it, it's to the point now. A lot of people do like they'll tweet me or message me during the game, like, "Oh, I know you're gonna say something about this. I know you're gonna." Right. I was like, I probably will. But yeah. if, enough, if enough people say it, I try to you know go against the grain. I don't even talk about it. Yeah, cause my, you know, my team, my college team, they, we've been supposed, we were supposed to come back so many years. I just get, I'll be like, whatever. I'm with, a, I'm with a, the Rutgers, who is nah, it? I'm a Hurricanes fan. Oh my god! So you know, yeah. you know, we 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 good right now to to this week when we gotta play Clemson. So it's kind of like, all right, y'all gonna find out. It ain't nothing they did last week. It ain't nothing to find out. We already know what's gonna happen. So it's I, like, it's <laughs> crazy. How, so. I know um, in our generation, when we were young, Miami was like a thing. Mm-hmm. So much so, now the first championship I ever saw in my life, we beat Miami in 92. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. full disclosure, I was never a fan of Miami, but I was a fan of that swagger. I remember I had like a Looney Tunes sweatshirt, but with the Miami 
you yeah. know, the, uh, the yeah. green and the orange on it. Yeah. Because they were like, they were badass, bro. Listen, man, I was um, – They were badass. I was in um, – what, what year was that? I think I was my freshman year. No, we started high school in eighth grade where I was from. Oh, so okay. eighth grade, between eighth grade and ninth grade, I remember starter jackets was real big when he was coming up. Huge. Everybody had to have a starter jacket. And people was picking their starter jackets. Now, where I'm from, you know, everybody had a Sixers. Everybody Orlando had a, Magic. Bulls. Well, 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 I'll talk about regional-wise. Oh, okay. Everybody okay, okay, in okay. that area, Sixers was big. Yeah. Uh, the white Sixers one. You got it. The white. Everybody had the red one, but the white one. You got the white one. You got, With oh, the stars you the on it. Yeah, yeah, the white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just said Sixers in blue. That's all it right. said. It was white. Yeah. But it, the Sixers, everybody had the Georgetown Jones. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was big. But I wanted a Hurricanes jacket. I was a Hurricanes yeah. fan. Um, they played the Fiesta Bowl against Penn State. And everybody was going for Penn State, and I was the right. only one going for the Hurricanes. And everybody was like, "Man, why are you going for the Hurricanes?" Like, "Yo, Miami, yo, the you, yo, I'm wilding out, whatever." They like, and I'm I, and I'm I'm wilding because I just, I was the only person. And I remember we went to the Pennsauk and Mart, and I saw the Hurricanes jacket, and I saw Damn. I was like, I said, "Mom, I said that's the jacket right there I want." She's like, "How much is it?" I remember the dude told her it was 120 dollars, <laughs> man. Woo. My mom looked at me. He's like, oh, he said, like, I might be able to knock it down to like 90. And I looked at my mom. <laughs> with them eyes like, Ma. She like, boy, go ahead and get it. I don't care. Oh. I was like, what? That dude, that dude grabbed a little hook and pulled that yeah. down, dude. I put that bad boy on. Yo, look, I don't think I took that bad boy off for about a straight month and a half, man. Yeah. I had that hurricane. That's a moment right there. Yeah, so the hurricanes was my team. From I don't know how long, man, and it was yeah. always the U. Like I was always yeah. about the U, and I wanted to wow. go to I wanted to go to Miami for school. Dang. I went to Miami for school, but yeah, I, we, yeah. see that's see here. Yeah, it, you grow up in Alabama, man. It's gonna be tough to not not, not root for Alabama. So, so let me ask you. Let me ask mm -hmm. you that. Let me ask mm -hmm. you that. I'm glad you, you brought that up. And we, we're going close to time, but I know we're going to have to go a little over on this one. How you choose, man? It's a lot of different influences. Like, okay, if you got a family where mom and dad are Bama or mom and dad are both Auburn, like, it's, it's a done deal. You're probably going to be what they are. Right. Sometimes you might have a dad who's Auburn and a mom who's Bama or vice versa. And it's a, it's a toss up, you know. You just whoever, <laughs> whatever parent you rocking with, you want to see smile the most. Most cats go with what mom like. That's oh usually, yeah, yeah. That's used because nobody want to upset mom. You know okay. what I'm saying? I would imagine more kids in the past like 10, 12 years since saving been there. They probably grown up Bama fans because Bama always winning. We got all the celebrities. They right. know Julio Jones. They know, you know, Mark Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so they're, those, they cool right now. Um, but it's, it's it's a lot of factors, man. Like, you 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 have to choose early, too, because you're surrounded by it. Like, they're always on the news. They're always on TV. Now you got social media. So you – and you can't – it's sacrilege to be like, I just like both of them. No, you cannot can't nah, do that right you can't do that like that's you can't so 
I don't, I, I would, I would love to take a poll, man, because it's just, it's different ways. My mom and dad were, my mom was from Tuscaloosa, and my okay. dad from Opelika, but uh, Bama fan, so, phew, it was locked in. It was easy for you. So it was so almost got tricky though. Almost so in your family, tricky. yeah. So in your family, would you say more people in your family is Auburn fans or more people in your family is Alabama fans? It dep it depends on what side. Like my stepmom's side uh -huh. and my yeah. sisters over there, they're all Auburn. They went okay. to Auburn. Okay. They're Auburn. My biological mom, all Bama. They all went to Bama. My dad's side, I don't know a lot of them, but most were uh most were Bama. Okay. And uh I was born in Opelika, Alabama, which is right next door. Like it's the neighboring city to Auburn. So <laughs> That's where it got a little, little tricky. It could have got a little, little spicy. Right. But, and then all three of my blood brothers, they were born in Columbus, Ohio. But my dad was up there preaching. Mm -hmm. So he moves back in like 79 to Alabama. And then I'm born in Alabama. So I was born here. Thank God. Yeah, you almost born <laughs> in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, man, then it would have been real, real tricky. Like, <laughs> oh, man, am I Buckeye? Am I, what's going on? Wow. So, yeah, yeah. But all my brothers, they all Bama, too. So we all okay. roll tight, like, for sure. That's crazy, man. And it, yeah. it, 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 to me, it's, it, it's crazy because, you know, we go back to 2000, right? Mm -hmm. Alabama mm -hmm. wasn't on the radar. I mean, y'all was just, <laughs> like, you know, y'all was – you know, y'all was doing okay. Y'all have you know, a couple winning seasons, have losing season. It wasn't like, but right. then like, you know, saving it then, it's like, dude, everything changed. And I remember the first year, it wasn't that great. But then Seven six, it Lost flipped, bro. Louisiana Monroe, I was there. No, yeah, but it, but it flipped. And once it flipped, man, good God almighty. And then I remember, <laughs> I remember three years after that happened, mm -hmm. I remember they was doing a sun, uh, 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 Thursday night game on mm -hmm. ESPN, mm -hmm. and they showed Clemson. They showed the the, the, the bus pulling around yeah. and them players coming down that hill at night. Yeah. And I, I called my boy. I said, yo. <laughs> I said, Clemson will have the number one recruiting squad mm. in the nation next year. He's like, why? I said, man, if you was a teenager, 15 years old, sitting at home watching that just happen, Mm -hmm. I say, dude, you going to Clemson. I don't care what you say. That's the best recruiting tape they ever did in their life because I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. And I was like, yeah. you see how orange that stadium was and them people going crazy and them buses had to come around and all them jokers piled up in that bus. Right. I said, like, and they came down the hill. I said, dude, I would have been like, I'm going to Clemson. I said, Pablo uh, probably thought Clemson was in New York. I said, they didn't even know that joke was in South Carolina. The, the craziest thing about <laughs> Clemson building their own little dynasty yeah. is that we played a role in it because yeah. first of all coach Dabo played for Bama he was on that 92 team that beat the Hurricanes he yeah. was like a yeah. backup receiver so he he's a Bama guy he from Birmingham Pelham yeah. area so uh that was the one thing but then in 2008 when we kind of when dynasty really started um the team that we beat, that kind of signal we were back, it was Clemson. Yeah. So we thumped them, and then Tommy Bowden ends up getting fired, 
and Dabo Sweeney takes over. So yeah. it's kind of like Batman and the Joker. Like, we kind of pushed Clemson into the poison and created him. So it's, you know, years from now, man, they'll talk about this uh, this Bama-Clemson rivalry, which mm. is what it really is. It really and did, yeah. Really, we really connected. And, mm. you know, the fact that they, they thumped us 44-16 and then that – came back last year. I was at the game and LSU thumped them. So we like we keep like going through the same motions, man. Like right, right. It's a it's a it's a kinship, but also it's a respect and it's a competition too. So that's good. I, I like I said man, I mean we could talk we could talk sports a lot, man. I, I oh yeah. SEC is is huge in football and and you know mm-hmm. I didn't really get I didn't really get how big it was until I moved down south. You know, oh, yeah. from up north. So college football to me wasn't huge. I mean, it was right. something that I would watch, but it wasn't something I was into. You right. know, but I was into more college basketball than I was college football. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was a Tar Heel fan being from South Jersey. Mm-hmm. But then when I moved to North Carolina to go to college, I didn't realize how much that rivalry was. What, well, uh, Carolina and Duke? And, and listen oh. – once we got down yeah. here, they was just as serious. Like, you got to pick one. And I'm like, dude, Carolina. And they're like, why? I'm like, why are you getting mad, bro? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like calm down. I, our, our, our freshman year at Johnson C. Smith, mm-hmm. the Duke and Carolina game, they put a line in the middle of the uh, lobby of our dorm. Hey. And I was like, yo, is this that it? They're like, yeah, man. They're like, cats don't play, bro. And it was in every dorm. They had the line in the middle of the uh, – Middle of the floor. They had a light blue tape, dark blue tape. Duke on this side, Carolina on that side. Cass like, what if I don't like either one? They're like, get out. Cass was like, and it was, I mean, we was yelling, and, like, the, the RAC was like, listen, if y'all going to be yelling, y'all not going to be in this lobby. Y'all had to go, go upstairs. Right. And do every, every time, bro. And even yeah. to this day, when Duke Carolina about to come on. Oh, yeah. And that and that's one of the that's one of the games because of the Alabama Auburn we got so much respect for the other rivalries in sports period because we feel like we got one of the biggest rivalries so there's a kinship with the rest of the rivalry and I always watch Duke North Carolina like right. always the so build up to it you know what I'm saying is great and then you know you're gonna get it at least twice a year twice. and you at you least know, twice but you might get it three. And sometimes four. Right. And, and, and the thing I always loved about that Duke, North Carolina, is it always seems to me like the the team with the less superstars has an edge for some reason. Well, like they always come in with that chip. They play harder. Like they got more to prove. Don't matter what the record is. And I think I think Carolina got them last year. Yeah. Well, what is this is the thing that people don't understand? So they're nine miles apart. Tobacco Road. They all know each other. Yeah. So not only do they know each other, they playing mm-hmm. against each other. So they yeah. got pickup games going on all the time. And people yeah. don't recognize that. So even in the offseason, they got they got pickup games. They playing, they playing yeah. each other. They already know. I can take this dude. So, so, so <laughs> when the coaches get involved and the coach put their plays in and be like, look, you got to run it this way, you got to run it that way. But they also tell the coach, yo, I could take him one-on-one. We already played down in the wild last season. You know what I'm saying? Like, you right. know, those are the things that people don't recognize. So when you I say – thought about that. When you can throw them records out the window, 
You can throw them records out the window. That's the same way I think when I watch Miami play Florida State. Right. So saying, like why is Florida State and Miami such a big rivalry? I'm like, all them cats played each other in high school. Mm-hmm. They all the same dudes. I said, some of them cousins. You so know let, what let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Even with the – that's an interesting take about the, you know, playing offseason. But even with the new one-and-done culture, which Duke hasn't – Fully grasped, they try to right. stay away they from that. They still try to can't wait for yeah. mm-hmm. Right, but is does that affect it? Like, because a lot of them cats don't really get an off season. Listen, man, I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you right now. When uh, and I got a cousin, I got a cousin that played for Kentucky. So yeah, yeah. I, I already know this. This these 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 things happen. So Kyrie Irving going to Duke. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving played with my cousin in high school, so he was a year ahead of him. So they played on the same high school team. Yeah, Bobby Irvin makes makes his commitment to to Duke. Mary right. Biden made a commitment to Carolina. They all right. get to town. They all play AAU, so they automatically know each other. They all know right. each other from AAU, so they all got each other phone numbers. Them cats get to town. They're like, "Yo, what's the pickup game, yo? When we let's rock. I'm gonna get my five. You get five. Let's go mm-hmm. play. That it's going to happen." Because mm-hmm. even if they don't set it up, the AAU, AAU coaches can set it up. Dang. Okay. So they, they can get I a game think in. About that. They can yeah. get a game in. They can get a game in. I'm telling you right now, I remember, like, my little cousin, he used to play pickup games with NBA players before he even got to college. Yeah. The one that went to Kentucky. Yeah. And that was all just for the phone call. Like, they got a game going on and such and such and such and such. Uh-huh. If you want to play, you can go down to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and you be like, what? See, I, see, I, I, I be looking at it like it's so business, business, business. But I had to just remember, like, I've gotten older. So I look right. at the business. Kids, they probably just want to play. They, they just want to play. Compete. Yeah. They just want to play. If, if you had to rank, if you had to rank, mm-hmm. and I know you're going to put Alabama Auburn top, right? <laughs> but let me, so let me, let me ask you, Jay. So right. do Carolina basketball. Mm-hmm. Auburn, Alabama football. Right. Ohio State, Michigan football. Right. Kentucky, exactly. Lu- Kentucky Louisville basketball. Mm. Dude, it's red and blue. Really that that's state. Real down if you, but if you talk to somebody from that state, yeah. just say red or blue. They were like, shit, blue. They'd be mad as hell if you ask right. them. <laughs> so I, I, think, I think the level that Kentucky has got to. Uh, I think they look forward to the fans may enjoy it, but I think the the players and the coaches they look forward to like the bigger matchups. Like, yeah, they probably want to play like North Carolina. They want to play, you know, those right. guys. But yeah, I, I respect it. I, I'll watch it. But right. you know, under Patino, Louisville did their thing. Right. But before before that, it was some nomadic years. They were kind of right. like gone. So. Yeah. And then I'll put I'll put uh, USC and UCLA in the football category because that's a big one too. But we're not on the West Coast, so it doesn't get as much props. Right. And people don't people are probably not as as uh, visceral about it as we are down the South or the Northeast, right. like that. So if you had to rank them the five, what would you say would be top, and what would be five? You mean like just rivalries all over sports? Rivalries, yeah. Yeah, you don't be biased. Iron Bowl goes at the top. Okay. Um, then I would have to say Ohio State, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Then I would have to say Yankees, Red Sox. 
Um, they play like 12 times. I, that's why I feel like it's just like, <laughs> I'll be like, man. Well, no, I'll watch it every time. But I, you do? I, I okay. Tend to, I tend to lean toward Boston on that one because I, I feel like it's, it's more like the gangsters versus the preps. You know what I'm saying? And I, I like the yeah. side with the gangsters, especially like them uh, them big poppy years and all of that stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, then I would say, yeah, Duke and North Carolina mm. and rounding that out. Um, just a real good rivalry that I would have to watch. Man, dang, that's tough. Who would get that last spot? The it's Cowboys Eagles. Not just like <laughs> probably, you gonna think I'm you gonna think I'm biased again, but it it have to be uh, uh, LSU Bama. LSU and Bama. Okay, so LSU, so LSU and Bama is a bigger. So let me let me ask you this. So, mm-hmm. who is Bama's natural rivalry in the SEC? Other than other than other than Auburn, though, right? It's really the bigger rivalry is Tennessee. But Tennessee. You would know that. I would but, think that though. I would right. think that because of borders. Right. And, and and they were traditionally good. They've been ass like the past ten seasons, so you right. know that. But right. that was always a big game growing up. Like you know, especially when Peyton Manning was giving us the works, and you had uh, <coughs> who was that? Jamal Lewis, all them good cats. Like they fearless yeah. Price, T. Martin, man, they kept a squad, bro. Like right. whoever won that game, like just had momentum. You know what I'm saying for oh, their program. Right. Uh, Auburn. Auburn is like a roommate situation because it's it's all day. Like I could walk outside right now and people arguing about that. We don't stop. Like that's that's twenty four seven. Like right. Right. no doubt about it. But Tennessee, man, you know, it's it's just so different. It's it's a border war. Um, they got that loud orange. We got that conservative crimson. They got that damn Rocky Top song. Yeah, and even and even. You know, back then they weren't just winning in football. You know, the coach Pat Summit years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they had like good men's basketball team. So it was right. uh, it was like a lot. It's a damn mad in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it, yeah, man, it was Tennessee had a winning culture. So you know, it they were definitely like the the rival. And then LSU, I would say, man, probably at the at the at the start, they always been like a good team. But yeah, when we both start like you know, yeah, they just couldn't get over that recruit. Yeah, man, if you just look at the rosters from like Bama versus LSU twenty eleven, it's ridiculous, dog. Yeah, like the names that are on there who still got NFL stars. Like it's a it's a, they call it a grown man game. Yeah, like it's it's a grown man game and it's gonna be a fight and they they finally got us last year after eight years, so you know and then they went and got a natty but whatever then the world ended so yeah I think I think one of the things I always would say when I used to look at the SEC I always mm-hmm. wanted South Carolina to go to the uh, ACC. We would we would love to trade them. I wanted them to go to the ACC because you had the natural, but this was before they changed everything. Mm-hmm. So when Maryland was in the ACC, you know, you had right. Virginia, like Virginia, 
Virginia will go against Maryland, and that would be right. a natural North Carolina and Duke. Then you would have South Carolina versus Clemson in the ACC. Right. You know what right. I mean? Then you had Florida State and Miami. So you would have had all of those natural um, – and then Virginia, Virginia yeah. Tech. So when Maryland right. left, you were right. like, all right, go Virginia, Virginia Tech instead of Virginia and Maryland. So I was like, you, you would just have those natural rivalries. South Carolina or Clemson doesn't have a natural rival in the ACC. Nah, but you got you got a lot of ACC SEC rivals because you got Clemson, South Carolina, Georgia, mm -hmm. Georgia Tech, Florida, mm -hmm. Florida State. Yep. which kind of adds a little bit. Yeah. to it. Yeah. Now it's not just state pride or uh, border, but now it's conference pride too. Right. Right. You know, within and, within and, the same state. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I can imagine like living in a state where you you got two conferences. Like if Auburn was ACC, like it'll be a whole other level. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but that's the thing. Because, I mean, I remember when Virginia Tech came, and, like, you know, I was like, I was never big on Virginia Tech, but, you know, my uh, my ex-wife went there. She played basketball for Virginia Tech. So it was like, okay. you know, to see, you know, them, and I, I hated them. Like, we used to always argue Virginia Tech played in Miami. I was like, oh, we're going to kick that ass. You know, her whole family was Virginia Tech, so I used to have to hear that joint. And I'm like, what the hell is a hokey anyway? You know, I'm like, I feel <laughs> It's a bird they made up. Like, that's the name. They made that up. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, yo. But that school, their football program for years was mm -hmm. monstrous, bro. Absolutely. When you talk about the Vic brothers, uh, we caught that heat from them. Marcus Vic gave it to us one year mm -hmm. in the bowl game. Yeah. But, yeah, they were uh, – I, I forget. I got the coach's face uh, real good in my uh, – Yeah. It. Their, their, their defenses were, were unreal. Yeah. They had good defenses. Their special teams was crazy. Everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Frank so, Beamer. Frank yeah, Beamer. Frank Beamer. Yep. Beamer ball. Mm -hmm. You know, because they'll get, like, some special team touchdowns and everything. But, no, they, yeah. they were solid. Yeah. Like, for a long time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we kind of – we were here with them for a while, and then we just kind of – Yeah, with everybody else too, man. <laughs> we, we played them like – I don't think there's – a top 25 team we haven't played like in the dynasty. Like we, nobody can say this Bama dynasty been a slouch. Like we played Ohio state mm -hmm. multiple times, Clemson, uh, LSU, Notre Dame, yeah. Michigan, Michigan state. We, we played like all the big that we hadn't ran from anybody. Now right. mofos run from us. <laughs> they definitely yeah. I mean, like I said, you're playing an NFL team, whether you want to believe it or not. You know what I mean? Just because right. of recruiting. I mean, he don't have to do – Saban don't have to do that much recruiting. You'd be like, Alabama yeah. want to – Yeah, you'd be, like, you'd be like, Alabama. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, think, I think players know, like, yeah, you get that call from Bama, like, you one step away. Yeah. But being close to the program, I know that pressure has consumed a lot of cats, man. Yeah. Like, they just couldn't – they couldn't find their way. Think about it, bro. And, and I'm a Saints fan, so as great as Alvin Kamara is, he had to transfer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've had quarterbacks that had to go. Like, they couldn't – you know, they, they, it's, you gotta, a lot, it's a lot. It's a lot of be able to, man. You got to be able to, like, perform when it's – it's like comedy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's like comedy. Right. But think about, think about this, as I the football cats I know from Bama, their big their biggest hurdle is practice. Yeah. Because yeah. practice is more intense than the game. Mm -hmm. Because practice is where the cats trying to get on the field. Mm -hmm. So they out there going at it. Like yeah. none's like it's it's amazing. So by the time you've been practicing with all these five-star athletes, these great dudes, and then these hungry two- and three-stars who are trying to prove themselves, it's a battleground. So by the yeah. time we play another team, it's, it's light work. Right. <laughs> it's really right. light work. That's what, that's what they've been telling me. Like, yeah. not that they sleep on anybody, but they like, man, we've been beating up on each other, bro. We ready to get out here and, like, show and prove like yeah and iron sharpen iron man and i wish everybody you know played yeah. like that you know what i mean so mm -hmm. that's dope they ain't ready they ain't got no saving bro i will i will i will rest. i will round it out like this and i know we passed the time man but it's been a good episode man so absolutely absolutely what, I, what i'm gonna do is uh if you ever watch the uh actors guild studio james lipton would ask the guest questions so yeah. I, I i'm gonna hit i'm gonna hit you with these questions that i remixed a little bit all right all right cool. uh, what's what's your favorite word <laughs> what's my favorite word yeah uh what's a favorite i probably don't have a favorite word but my girlfriend she teases me mm -hmm. uh because i have a favorite saying i don't mean to do it it just come yeah. out oh uh, but i be like uh dang what is it now I, it's right before i'm making a point i always say uh uh dang I can't think of it now, but I do it. I do it without thinking. She probably she always called me on it. Like, that was your catchphrase. She got, maybe I don't know it because I've been trying to stop saying it because she's uh -huh. making fun of me. But I was like, uh, it's going to come to me. It's yeah. going to come to me. But I used to always say it, and she used to bust me on it. But let, let, me, know, think let me think of it. Okay, so It'll come up. if you come into just just go and just pop it up. Uh, mm -hmm. What's your least favorite word? My least favorite word, mm -hmm. melanin. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm tired of it. I, I'm just tired of it. Like, I get it. I get what y'all tried to do. Um, <laughs> oh, I know what my catchphrase is. What is my it? My catchphrase is, here's the thing. <laughs> she, she busts me on every time. She's like, baby, every time you're about to make a point, you say, here's the thing. And she's right. Like she'll, she'll catch me and she'll be like I'll be like damn so I've been trying to stop saying it but here's nah, the I'm, I'm, tired. I'm tired of melanin bro melanin so, and here's the thing here's the thing melanin is my least yeah, yeah, you, yeah you do that both of them melanin. okay alright so <laughs> um, if uh, you know my, my catchphrase uh, TTBS that's that bullshit right, right. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, anything and everything absolutely no control over your life so yeah. in your mind what's that's that bullshit to you Right now? Yeah. Oh, this whole presidency, this administration. And yeah. I, I ain't even mad at Trump no more. I'm mad at everybody around Trump. I'm mad at right. his followers. I'm mm -hmm. mad at the Republicans who will not hold this man accountable. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous shit show right now, man. And this is not the way you run a country. I get we're going to have disagreements. I think everybody, not everybody, but most people are taking this pick a side culture way too far. Yeah. Like, cause the other day when I found out Trump had the the corona, 
I tweeted like, like you know, all you know, all things considered, like I don't wish death on the man, you know, get well or whatever. You think that would be a sensible tweet? Nah, niggas was like, nah, fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all want some other stuff now. Y'all I know. Too far gone. It's, like, it's, it's, it's like it's not like the, the whole thing, but he he caused that environment. Like that environment was caused. But I just sit back and I think. What would y'all do if Obama do the stuff that he did? Like, what would y'all would y'all we would know? Be, we know the answer to that. Y'all would put that dude in jail. But thankfully, Obama was never that much of a creep to do he some dumb. Had to be. Like that. He had to be perfect in office. Yes. He had to be damn near perfect. And, and I, even I and even then, let loose that that second term. I did too, but but he wouldn't do it. He took the high road. Yeah, but I think that's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, Bro, you know, and I think I want Trump somebody is, with a little edge though. Next time we get a black president, <laughs> like I want I somebody. Know, to, bro, yeah, I know. Ready. You know, us with some edge is crazy. I know, I know, yeah, but you know, so, yeah, yeah. But, All right, so the opposite yeah. of that, what is the shit to you right now? Yeah. Um, what's always been the shit, man? Black women. And I don't say uh, this. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not pandering or nothing. Nah, I got you. We this thing don't move. It don't work without black women. Like my my staff. And I only got like a staff of four, three of oh. black women. Like I run everything by them. You know what I'm saying? My lady and uh, my assistants and just moms. Period. Um, when you just think about the the love and the nurturing and the fucking the beauty the swag like yeah. it's just different when black women involved you know what i'm saying and, and black women gonna check you too they not gonna let you just not the ones that care they nah. not gonna let you just do whatever you want to do and then right. they just so dope man like they walk in a room and it just feels different you right. gotta you gotta get straight up your shit just you gotta straighten up you gotta, stra you gotta straighten up like they gonna get you, know you right but but I'm going to tell you, um, I think somebody asked me a while ago, uh, this was years ago, uh, mm -hmm. it, was a, it was a white girl, and uh, mm -hmm. she was asking me if I dated white girls. I was like, nah. <laughs> and she was like, um, she said, have, you haven't or you wouldn't? And I said, um, I, I don't know if I would. And then she yeah. goes, um, do you not like them? I go, nah, I'm, it's not that I, I don't have anything against white women. I said, don't, don't get me wrong. I said, but all right. So I said, let me explain it to you this way. I said, my favorite type of ice cream is chocolate ice cream. Yeah. And she's like, and she's like, but you you could try vanilla. I was like, I get that. But as long as they got chocolate, who wants some chocolate ice cream? You understand what I'm saying? Like, you can have all the vanilla you want. I'm like, but y'all y'all got chocolate though, right? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So until chocolate run out, if right. it ain't no chocolate. I'll try vanilla. I was like, but I love chocolate ice cream way too much. Yeah. So she's, like, she's like, I get it. And I go, so here's the thing. There's not enough black women that would be gone for me to be with a white woman. Now, like I yeah. said, I don't got nothing against white women. And you might be a badass white woman. Mm. But as bad as you are. Mm -hmm. I know I can find me a badass black woman <laughs> that make it, you look that make you look that much different. You know what I'm saying? Listen, like, <laughs> you, you, you said a mouthful. It's like I gotta 
I gotta go through all the black women before I would even try. And I've seen some very nice looking white girls. I've seen some white nice white women too. Black, I have, but I've seen some black. black women. Listen, yeah, I see. I see. Matter of fact, I'm gonna share a page with you for Instagram. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna send you the. I'm just gonna send you the page. Yeah. When I tell you, you can't tell me God ain't black. Yeah. I show you this woman's page. I go because I ain't never seen nothing like this before in my life. White girl. No, nah, she black. Oh. That's see, why I said, you can't tell me God ain't black when I see this woman. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I go, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen, I've never seen nothing like it. And it's all natural. They're beautiful. Yeah. Right. And right. It's just like I said, man, the, the different shapes, sizes, skin tones, different hair. They can rock a weed. They can rock tennis shoes, heels. It's a gamut, bro. It's dope. a gamut of, of beauty and, and talent and dopeness and creativity. Right. right. And they just dope, man. I, I, I can't I can't get that from that's why I stay in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's another episode there, brother. Another episode different. That's probably why I'm still single too. Like <laughs> yeah. oh, another episode. No doubt, man. Hey. Um, last couple questions, man. If I had to introduce you to the world and no one knew who you were as a person, what's your walk on music? Ah, probably some of the first Outkast album. All right, that that, that sounds right in your wheelhouse. Okay. Yeah. And and yeah. if uh if if you had to if you had to check up out of here and everybody was like, yo, that's a good dude right there. You was walking off. <laughs> your time was over, man. What, what's your walkout music? Oh God! It's, dang, see, I'd be having moods if I if I yeah. went out cool. Yeah, I'd say you know, play me some Ty Dolla Sign on the way out. Right. Uh, if I went out on some money, I had to say play me some Rick Ross. But if I wanted okay. y'all to know, like the real me, uh, play me some old Boosie, like some throwback Boosie. <laughs> okay, I got I'd probably you. play Struggle or something like that. I got you, man. Yeah, no some real ratchet, like all right. You, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. and if you had if you had to choose an occupation other than your own, what would you think you would be doing? Oh God, I'd probably be either an actor mm -hmm. or in politics. Actor or politics. That's yeah. what's up, man. That's For sure. Up. Which both hey. require quite a bit of actors. No, <laughs> no doubt. Hey, man. Yeah. Yo, it's been dope, man. Appreciate the time. Yes, sir. Man. I was like the greatest you. phone call ever. No doubt. Show. I'm going to tag, I'm a tag <laughs> with everything that we do, man. This, this bad boy yeah. will go up tomorrow, man. And uh, appreciate the time, dog. No problem, Nope. All right, Nope. I'll see you later, man. Peace. Yes, sir. All right. All right.